Hey, this is Julian, and I am the founder of Purpose. I want to thank you for joining us today. But before we go into the message, can we just thank God for bringing us through a year like 2020? I think we can all agree that 2020 was an interesting year, to say the least. But this is a new year, and we know that God wants to do a new thing. And God gave us a word to hold on to for 2021. I believe that this is the year of evidence. Psalm 27, 13 says, I remain confident of this. I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Will you believe that with us this year? That we will see the goodness of God this year in our family, in our friends, in our community. This is the year of evidence. And we are excited to see what God is going to do, not only in you, but through you. Listen, the best is yet to come. Come on, bless the Lord wherever you are, whether you are driving in your car, just make sure you don't close your eyes. But if you are in your kitchen, in your living room, at work, and you're listening to this, or maybe you are just in your room, in your PJs, but can we just bless the Lord for a couple of seconds for just being good to us, for seeing his faithfulness in our lives. Come on, bless the Lord right there where you are. It, listen, I don't know where you are tuning from, but I just want to let you know that you matter to God. He is not done with you. Your problems may whisper, give up, but the promises of God scream, keep going. Man, I'm excited about today. And not just because today is Monday, but today I am excited to share with you all a word that the Lord placed in my hard and man listen again wherever you are just can we just be grateful with the lord i'm telling you the enemy has no idea what to do with somebody that is grateful it doesn't matter what is happening around them because gratitude is something that is within them it doesn't matter listen the enemy is confused when he knows that you're going through hell and high water yet you're still praising jesus Yet you're still thanking God for giving you life, even though this season has been tough. Listen, can we just choose to be grateful? Now, that's not my message. Uh, my message is not on gratitude, but I I'm telling you, there's just this beauty and just this power in gratitude. I don't know about you, but I'm grateful. I I'm grateful that the Lord has allowed me to wake up this morning. I'm grateful that the Lord has... Uh, just giving me the opportunity to share his gospel with with you, uh, with other people. I, I'm just grateful. Can we just thank God for who he is and what he's done? Man, I'm excited for today. You know, last night I had, I, I don't know about you guys, but I had this weird dream last night. And I wanted to share with you guys because, I mean, it was kind of fun to some degree, but it was just, it was just weird. I don't know if you guys live here in the United States or those that know, right, like, uh, the Golden State Bridge, uh, I believe it's in San Francisco. It's it's this red bridge, right? And, and it has these loops. Uh, anyways, I had this dream. It was weird because I've had it before, but I had I had it last night as well. That I was sliding down the the Golden State Bridge, and when it would, and it would go up, I, I slid off, and I was going into the water. And as soon as I was about to hit the water, I wake up. I mean, let me tell you something. I love roller coasters. I mean, I'm petrified of heights. I don't know about you, but I am scared of heights, but I love roller coasters. I don't know. 
maybe it's just the adrenaline rush. I don't know. But I love roller coasters. But that was just, man, weird and fun. I don't plan to go to the Golden State Bridge anytime soon and try to slide through it. Uh, but I thought it was just fun. And, and and I'm telling you, we some of us, I mean, we we have these wacky dreams. Right? I've had some wacky dreams in my life. But I also remember some meaningful dreams in my life. Uh, just recently, I had a really powerful dream in the first day of our fast. And, and man, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And, and there's some other dreams that, for example, birth a new project that we want to do here in our region uh, this year. And so not all dreams are wacky or, you know, a bit weird. Some of them are meaningful. And some of them, I don't know if you guys have ever had this experience before, but it's like you're living like it feels so real. And I remember a dream where one of my brothers, he got hurt and and I was holding him in my around. I was holding him and I can just feel sadness. And when I woke up, I felt that sadness. I don't know about you, but have you guys ever felt that or is it just me? How many of you guys had had those painful dreams that when you wake up, man, you feel it. It's like it transpired from a dream into a reality, right? But how many of you guys have had great dreams? I'm talking about dreams that inspire you, right? Like dreams that 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 motivate you. Dreams that that when you get up in the morning, you get up motivated. Dreams that that you know that you want to accomplish because, man, it's just it. They're just great dreams, and not just the ones that you get when you close your eyes. I'm talking about the ones that come from your heart. The type of dreams that get you excited to wake up in the morning and you just have to tell someone. Have you guys ever had that dream? Have you guys ever had a dream where you just want to share with somebody? Man, I had this dream and I'm, I'm not talking about the ones you get in the evening. I'm talking about the dreams in your heart. Man, I just want to share it with somebody. Man, I'm excited. Oh my goodness, I had this dream. I had this vision. I had this dream. And I want to see it come to pass. I'm excited for those that live in the U.S., and uh, you must know that today is Martin Luther King Day, a man that stood for freedom, equality, and unity of different races. He had a dream. He had a dream while it was during the day, not the dream that uh, it was late at night and he lay down to rest in his bed. It was the type of dream that he saw vividly in his heart, in his mind, and something that he wanted to see come to pass. Let me share uh, with you with someone uh, uh, of his speech because I believe it was beautif- beautifully said. He shared this speech. My goodness, I, I I read it throughout the weekend because I knew Martin Luther King Day was today. And even if you're in different parts of the world, wherever you're hearing this from, you can resonate some of the things that he said to your own life. So just be just because you don't live in Texas or the United States and you don't recognize Martin Luther King Day wherever you're listening from doesn't mean that what he said doesn't transpire to what you're going through in your life and he said this I'm going to share with you just a couple quotes he said I say to you today my friends that in spite of the difficulties and frustrations of at the moment I still have a dream can we just Pause on that. I I know it's not from the Bible, but this is this is so true because how many guys have gone through some difficult difficulties and some frustrations in your life? 
I think all of us. I don't think, I know all of us have gone through some difficulties and frustrations at the moment, right? But he says, I still have a dream. In other words, what I envision, what I dream goes beyond what I'm going through right now. This is where I feel that Paul from the Bible is speaking so vividly where he says, I consider it not even worth comparing our present sufferings to the future glory that God will reveal in us. He, he, he says, I, I consider it not even worth comparing. It's not even worth comparing what I'm going through right now with the difficulties that I'm going through right now to the destination and to the goal that I want to see come to pass. See, I know there comes frustration, but I still have a dream. No matter what comes against me, I still have a dream. No matter what I'm still going to accomplish, I still have a dream. My dream is not dead. I still have a dream. Right there where you are, I want you to shout or tell the person next to you. If you have somebody next to you, tell them, I still have a dream. I still have a dream. Here's another quote. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will be not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Now, here's the thing. Maybe you've never experienced racism. Maybe you never experienced injustice because of the color of your skin. But maybe you experienced some, some uh, opposition or rather some backstabbing or some betrayal simply because of who you are or because you look a certain way or because you dress a certain way or because you come from a different background or because you, you, you just act just who you are right? Or your, your, your appearance rather, maybe not the color of your skin, but just your appearance, right? How you dress, how you conduct yourself. And a lot of people will see you and say, you know what? No, that's, uh, your dreams are too big. And, and, and no, they're, they're judging you by the cover of your life, but never by the content of your character. Does that make sense? And, 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 and one and the dream that that Martin Luther King had was that one day that his little children will be judged not by the color of their skin but the content of their character. Be careful when you judge somebody by the uh, by the skin of their life, whether it is colored or not, but the skin, just the outer appearance, and not the content of their heart, and not the content of their character. That's one of the uh, of the quotes that really stood out to me. Here's a here's a here's another one. Let us not seek to justify or satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking from the cup of bitterness and hatred. Right? He says, "Let us not satisfy our thirst for freedom." In other words, you cannot conquer hate with hate. Love conquers all. You cannot turn out uh, put out a fire with more fire it doesn't make sense you got to put out fire with with just a a water and an ocean of love okay if i can be very cheesy and very you know i don't know uh you have to it, it, there's no way that you can put out a fire of hatred with fire of love you can't do that you got to turn it off with the water of love Okay, and I know that may sound like uh, some lyrics in from a from a love song, but it's so true. You, you can't do it. You really can't do it. So let us not seek 
to satisfy our thirst for freedom by drinking the from the cup of bitterness and hatred. And I truly believe that that's where we are in our nation right now. And even in the world where because you do this to me, I'm going to do it the same way and even worse. There's no way that you can stop the chain of bitterness or the chain of injustice or the chain of just attacks by attacking other people. You got to love and embrace. And throughout the Bible, God spoke to many people through dreams. Okay. And some of these dreams were, were while they were asleep. But but I truly believe that God would speak to men, many people through uh through dreams. And let me just give you uh, some some examples. Like, number one, when, uh, uh, first and foremost, Joseph, right? Joseph had a dream. Uh, Jacob had a dream about Jacob's ladder, right? About uh, he sees angels ascending and descending a ladder between earth and heaven, right? Um, uh, Solomon had a dream, right? That the Lord appears to Solomon and the new king of Israel and, and offers him anything. I'm talking about anything. And, and Solomon chooses wisdom. Uh, Daniel's, you know, four beasts. Uh, the the story of when Jesus was was born into his father, Joseph. And and I want to talk today about Joseph. I want to talk today about Joseph and not Joseph the the father of Jesus, or rather the stepdad of Jesus. I don't want to talk about that, Joseph. I want to talk about Joseph the dreamer. Joseph the dreamer. This is a very popular person in the Bible. And we know a lot. We learn about it. If you've been in church when you were young, you've known about him and his colored coat that his father gave. And uh, But if you don't know who Joseph is, the dreamer in the Bible, that's perfectly fine. I'm going to give you a little bit of context and uh, jump into his uh, Netflix story or documentary, if you will, and see where this episode takes us. In Genesis chapter 37, verse 3, it, it, it says like this. It says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than any of his other sons, because he had been born to him in his old age. This is chapter 37, verse 3. Verse 4, he says, or, or, or let me finish verse 3. It says, In his old age, he made a robe for him. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than any of them, they hated him and could not speak a kind word to him. That's crazy. I don't know if you have people like that. They, they just can't say anything nice about you. Like you do everything right or you do the what you can to just have peace with people. And just get along with everybody. But there's just people that just hate on you for no apparent reason. They just can't speak a kind word about you. And Joseph had a dream. Verse 5 says, Joseph had a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. And when he told it to his brothers, they hated him all the more. He said, listen to this dream I had. We were binding sheaves of grain out in the field when suddenly my sheaf rose and stood upright while your sheaves gathered around mine and bowed down to it. His brother said to him, Do you intend to reign over us? Will you actually rule over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dream and what he had said. Then he had another dream, and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream, 
and this time the sun and moon and eleven stars were bowing down to me. When he told this to his father as well and his brothers, his father rebuked him and said, What is this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers actually come and bow down to the ground before you? His brothers were jealous of him, but his father kept the matter in his mind. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. Use me, Father, as your vessel. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. I've titled today's message simply, I have a dream. Come on, if you have a dream over your life, over your family, over your business, over your ministry, why don't you uh, say, I have a dream right there where you are. Even if you say it under the under your breath and, and you're at work or you're listening to this uh, in, in your car and there's somebody in the uh, uh, right next to you parked and they're looking at you. Why don't you say, I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. I have a dream. Let me tell you something. I One of the things that, that stood out to me in this story is that Joseph, uh, when he had a dream, right, he he saw, uh, uh, when Joseph had a dream, he went and told his brothers. And they hated him all the more. He said to them, listen to this dream I had. And then he t- tells them about the sheaves of grain. And one of the things that I've learned, you know, because I was the type of person, I don't know about you, but I was the type of person that I would love to share everything that I would experience and everything that I wanted to do in life with everybody. I don't know why. I don't know if I just wanted to show people that I had vision and I had a dream over my life. Uh, and maybe then they'll, they'll I don't know, pay attention or whatever the case may be. But one of the things that I've understood uh, is that your dreams are not always meant to be broadcasted. Let me say that again. Your dreams are not always meant to be broadcasted. Some of the dreams that the Lord will give you are only between you and him. Why? Because they are too prematurely that they have not matured to the degree where you need to share with people. Because if you share a dream with somebody prematurely, it it will not only cause friction, but it will cause a bit confusion because not everybody is for you, okay? There will be people that will not likely, they will just not like you simply because of the favor over your life. So your dreams are not always meant to be broadcasted. You can't tell every single person what the Lord showed you and what the Lord told you in your dreams or in your vision because they might not believe you or or simply they just don't like you. And you don't know until the day where you go through opposition or the day where you go through situations where you know who was there for you. Be- because, listen, you got to be careful who you tell your dreams. Now, I'm not telling you you can't share your dreams with just with with everybody. Like you can't share your dreams with anybody. I'm, I'm telling you, you got to be selective in who you share your dreams with because you can't broadcast it. And I've seen a lot of people do this on social media where they just share their their dreams. I, I've learned in 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 my in my later 20s that some of the dreams I had to play I have to play them close to my chest I can't expose them prematurely I can't expose them 
too early on because there's there's still this incubation that the Lord is doing in my life because although the dream may not need preparation, I need preparation. Because if I were to step into a dream prematurely, my character would not be able to sustain the dream that the Lord has given me. That's why your dreams cannot be broadcasted to everybody. But maybe you can tell some people that you do trust, like your pastors, your leaders, your friends that that you know that you can trust, your, your friends that have been there for you. But not, I'm not talking about your friends. Let me just stop there. I'm not talking about your friends that always say yes to you. I'm not talking about your cheerleaders. That's not who I'm talking about. I'm talking about tell your dreams to your coaches. Tell your dreams to your friends that are like coaches that will tell you, hey, you're doing a great job. But you're also, this is what you need to work on. That they will tell you the truth, not because they want to hurt your feelings, but but because they want to see you do better. You got to be careful who you broadcast your dreams to. I remember when I would share my dreams with everybody. Every single body would know about my dreams. Every single body would know about what the Lord has showed me. And some people scoffed at me. And you know what that caused me? It caused discouragement. And, and, And that's the thing. Because oftentimes when we share our dreams too soon, a lot of people will not believe us. Uh, They will not believe us and will bring opposition and that will cause discouragement on our end. And then we begin to doubt. Did the Lord really give me that dream? Is that really from God? Or was it just me? Because let me tell you something. Your dreams come with opposition. Like they're prepackaged with challenges. Just because you have a dream of being better, of growing your business, of growing your ministry, uh, your dream of whatever the case may be over your life this year and the following years to come doesn't mean that it's going to be an easy road to get there. Because one of the things that you will fool yourself and you will find yourself in a pit of discouragement is when you have a dream and you think everything is going to go right after that. Let me tell you, your dreams are attached to an opposition. Oppositions just come with the package. I I cannot tell you that, you know, when you have a dream, there would be no oppositions. God will make a way and, and, and you would not experience any opposition, any challenges. There's no way that I can tell you that. Will God make a way? Absolutely. Will there be challenges? Absolutely. But you know one thing that I've learned is that the challenges and opposition, just like I said it, wasn't meant to stop you from your dream. It was meant to build you for your dream. Listen, let me just give you good news. Can I do that for a bit? Let, let, me, let me give you good news just for right now. Let me give you good news. Your dream doesn't die just because there are battles. Your dream doesn't, it's not relinquished just because you go through some opposition. Whenever you have a great calling over your life, there will always be great battles. David is a great example. Jesus is another great example. Every single person that was called in the Bible or was called to do great things, they encountered great opposition from Abraham, from Jacob, from Isaac, uh, uh, from, uh, from Joseph, from Daniel, from Jeremiah, from uh, Nehemiah, from Jesus, 
from Paul, from Timothy, you name it, they had it. <laughs> Your dream comes with opposition. Because, listen, you're, when you have a dream over your life, right? It's not that the next day you're automatically going to get there. Just because you have this vision over your life doesn't mean that you're going to get there overnight. Because that's our, that's our, that's ha- that has been our kryptonite in our generation. That we want everything now. We want everything fast. But there's some great things that happen in the secret place. There's some great things that happen in the process. And even though you don't see the promise just yet, the process is still in effect. Don't judge the promise of God over your life with the process that is going on in the season of your life. Because your dreams, man, it takes time. It takes work. Your dreams take time and hard work. They do. You will not get there. Listen, nothing that is sustainable will happen overnight. Nothing that is 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 solidified or nothing that that is great is it happens overnight. And we have this mentality of a microwavable mentality of a hot pocket ramen noodle soup, three minutes type of dream come to pass. It doesn't work that way. God needs to put you in the oven for all my uh, food fanatics. God needs to put you in the oven so that you can be uh, marinated well, so that you can be cooked thoroughly, so that when you do come out of the oven, you are ready to to be served for others and can i tell you that and and listen your dream takes time and work just don't give up don't give up on your dream don't give up in your vision if you had a dream to open up a business whether it was something that may seem insignificant for others but it was so significant for you don't give up on your dream because your dream takes time and it takes hard work it takes some battles it takes some some falling back it takes some uh uh, some opposition. It takes some hard work, late hours. It takes some some vision casting. It takes some some uh, just building the culture. It takes work and it takes time. So although you don't see it come to pass just yet, doesn't mean that it's denied over your life. Let me give you an analogy. I've given this analogy before, uh, but uh, but I, I I I was so glad when Holy Spirit gave it to me while I was preaching. Um, at a at a conference, and I said this. I said, imagine, you know, the, the, first and foremost, think about your favorite, uh, your favorite restaurant, right? Whatever that is, think about your favorite restaurant. On the count of three, one, two, three. Say it out loud. One, two, three. Boom. Favorite restaurant. Okay. Uh, favorite restaurant. Okay. What's your favorite restaurant? Imagine you're going to your favorite restaurant. You're hungry. Right. You're going to your favorite restaurant and you see and first and foremost, you have a reservation under your name that nobody can take that table because you've already made reservations. Uh, You made reservations in your in your 
at your restaurant, okay, boom, they, nobody can take your table because your it has your name on it, perfect. You're pulling up to whatever said restaurant you chose and you see a long line. However, because you have a reservation, you can go through some of the lines uh, and you can get there and not have to worry because of the long line. Okay, here's the thing. All right. So, um, just because there was a long line doesn't mean somebody's going to take your table. Okay, get that. All right. So, you pull up. Are you worried if somebody's going to take your table just because you see a lot of people there? You're not. Why? Because you have a reservation. And also, when you're going to your table, think about it like this. You're going to your table and you see other people eating exactly what you've been craving. Are you jealous of them or are you thinking, I'm right after that? I'm next. Let me put it into context. There may be some people right now that they are doing what you have been dreaming of doing. You see a lot of people doing it and you get scared. Well, what if I'm just an, a, another person? And you see other people succeeding at what you want to do. However, can I tell you that your dreams and your purpose have your name and your name only. In other words, what the Lord has called you to do, what the Lord has given you to do, what the assignment that the Lord has given you has your name on it. So although you can see other people succeeding at the things that you want to do, you can applaud them and not be jealous and bitter, but be grateful that they are doing great. And you are saying, I'm right next after you. I'm about to get that blessing. I'm about to get that purpose. I'm about to make that dream a reality right after you. But your dreams take time. You have no idea what it took them to get there. Your dreams take time time and hard work and one of the things that will steal that from you is your comparison to others stop comparing your chapter one to somebody's chapter 10 they've already gone through it but you take the time and you do the hard work but let me tell you something just like Joseph, that he had this dream. And if you know about the story of Joseph, you know that his brother sold him into slavery. Uh, they wanted to kill him, but and then he was thrown uh, into slavery. He was falsely accused and then put into prison. And then, I mean, all these roller coaster things that Joseph went through. But at the end, if you, if you know the story, that through all these things that he went through, God made an opportunity for him to be the right hand of Pharaoh because ultimately he was sold into Egypt and, and he was accused in Egypt and, 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 and all this. And I, and I don't want to get too into it. And I'll give you that so that you can study all the things that he went through uh, as, you know, as Joseph, right? And in the life of Joseph, I, I would encourage you to do that this week. But ultimately, I'll end with this. And I'll give you this. Your dreams are meant to serve others. Now, the Bible says that Joseph had these dreams that the sheaves of grains of his brothers bowed down to his because his was his stood upright and that his fathers and mothers and all these, they they uh, they they bowed down to him. OK, 
ultimately in the life of Joseph, his brothers did bow down to him at the end. But just because that was the result doesn't mean that was the full revelation. Because here's the thing. At the end, there was a great famine. And one one of the things that Joseph did was to preserve the food to endure the famine. So what the enemy meant for evil, what his brothers meant for evil, God used it for his good. Okay, what what they meant for evil, God used it to serve and preserve his people. Okay, so your dream, his dream was that his brothers were going to bow down. That was the result. But the revelation was that his dreams and his purpose were to serve others because he had that dream. And I feel the Holy Spirit in this moment right now because he had that dream. It, it, it led through so much opposition. It took time. It, he, 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 first and foremost, he broadcasted to the wrong people, but it, it brought opposition. It took time. It took hard work. But his dream ultimately was meant to serve God's people. What are you doing today that is helping people in this very moment? Because a lot of us, we have these vague dreams, right? Well, I just want to get money. And I just want to live a good life. I want to get a mansion and I want to get a new car. Is that really what your dream is? Is that really what your dream is? Because a lot of us, we we pray for a huge mansion, but we don't understand that a blessing comes with a responsibility. We all pray for a new car, but do you know that a a, a car has a new payment right and it depends on the type of car you get you probably have a higher payment but simon sinek said this on a video really awesome leader is it the purpose of a vehicle the purpose of a car is not for you to put gas in it right it's a you don't buy a car you don't buy a a bentley and think to yourself man i can't wait to buy this bentley so i can i can pump gas in it uh, of the good kind not the not the regular uh uh, not the regular gas, but the premium gas. You don't think that. You don't think when you're buying a car that the purpose of buying a car is to uh, is to ultimately put gas in it. And just the same thing with your dreams, with your businesses, with your organizations, with your ministry. You don't start a a a business like that. You the reason why you should start something or or to have the desire to make your dreams a reality is to make a difference in society, is to impact people's lives, is to help people, is to serve people. Now, money is the fuel to get you further. Just like gas is the fuel, literally, to get the car to get you further. It's the same thing with your dream. If your dream is just to be what's in it for me uh, okay people are going to serve me okay people are going to bow down to me okay people are going to work for me i want all this and i want servants if that's your dream let me tell you something friend it is a very shallow and very hollow type of dream that at the end you will have a lot of people around you but not many people for you now i don't know about you but i'd rather have people to go with me into battle than to just be around me because I have some stuff. What is your dream? I have a dream. I do. I have a dream. 
I don't want to share. I was really going to share. I, but I have a dream to make an impact in my generation. I have a dream to to see a move of God here in the in 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 the valley in the region that that I live in. I have a dream. What is your dream? Your dream. Listen. Let me just let me just reiterate. Your dreams are not always meant to be broadcasted, and your dreams will come with opposition, and your dreams will take hard work, and it, they will take time and your dreams are meant to serve others they are so what you're dreaming about what are you dreaming about let me pray with you heavenly father thank you so much for your word for your promises for the dreams that you have deposited in our lives lord we believe that the greater things are yet to come Father, I pray that every dream that you have laid before uh, our lives, that we will realize that that not all dreams need to be broadcasted and that our dreams will, will, without a doubt, come with opposition. But we believe that you want to use us, Lord, to bring unity, peace in this generation. Thank you for wanting to use us, Lord. Thank you for just... Uh, just allowing us to be part of your plan. Father, we want to do your will. And we want it, Lord, we want our dreams to serve others. That at the end of the day, what we do, number one, glorifies you and serves people. We want to thank you and we want to honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We want to thank you again for joining us today. We hope that that message was a blessing to your life. We also want to thank everyone who give generously to this ministry. Look, our goal is to reach people from all over the world with the gospel of Jesus Christ. And with your help and your contribution, we are able to reach people and expand this ministry. So if you'd like to give today, the link is found in the description. We are grateful that you would partner up with us today. This is the year of evidence, and we are believing that you will see God's provision and goodness this year. Would you help us share this message with a friend? Or share it on your social media story. And if you'd like, tag us. We'd love to connect with you. And remember, you have a purpose over your life. Have a blessed week.